This WBEZ podcast is supported by Ravinia, with over 100 concerts under the stars this summer, including Daryl Hall and Elvis Costello, Nora Jones with special guest Mavis Staples, the Beach Boys with special guest John Stamos, Shaggy and TLC, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, and more. Their 30-acre park is nestled in a gently wooded area. Bring your own picnic or eat at one of the park restaurants. Tickets available now only at Ravinia.org. Good morning. I'm Adora Day, and this is The Rundown. Evergreen Park is just two miles wide and located west of Chicago's Beverly neighborhood. Even so, a WBEZ analysis finds Evergreen Park police stop more black drivers there than almost any other department in Illinois. The only exceptions are Chicago and state police. Many black drivers aren't surprised by this. They say Evergreen Park has a bit of a reputation. Ars Rose Staten makes sure to drive there carefully. I always travel up and down Western and up and down 95th Street, and I'm still cognizant of just making sure I, of course, obey and all the traffic laws, but also just aware of, of my surroundings. Last year, six out of every 10 traffic stops in Evergreen Park involved black drivers. Police officials defended those numbers. They say a majority of the drivers passing through the village are minorities. A new report details the impact extreme heat has on neighborhoods across Chicago. Neighborhoods by the lake or with parks and other green spaces experience less heat than those located by expressways and industrial sites. The difference in temperature can be as high as 20 degrees. That's according to data collected by volunteers driving around the city on one of the hottest days this past summer. It's part of a national effort to understand the impact of climate change on urban areas. Kyra Woods is with Chicago's Department of Environment. As a risk, it really does pose a challenge because it's not always immediate in the same way that other natural hazards are, like a tornado or a hurricane, um, but it can have really, really intense health impacts. Chicago is one of 16 cities partaking in the study. For Chicago area students who need help paying for college, this application season has been an especially anxious one. That's because the federal financial aid application hasn't opened yet and it might not fully open until December 31st. The form most students and parents know as FAFSA is late this year because of an effort to simplify it. LaVon Robinson is a counselor at Downers Grove South High School in the western suburbs. People will wake up at like 1 a.m. to do it, as long as they do it within the first, like, I really think it's two months, but just like to be sure, I'll say within the first six weeks, you're completely fine. Robinson urges students to wait a few days after the FAFSA opens to start it. He says there's a false perception that the earlier you turn it in, the more money you get. Brace yourself. Today is the shortest day of the year. Chicagoans will see only about nine hours and eight minutes of daylight. And according to NASA, the Earth's axis will be tilted farthest from the sun at precisely 927 tonight, marking the winter solstice. Illinois state climatologist Trent Ford says every day we'll have a little more sunlight from there. It'll consistently get longer and longer and longer until we hit the summer solstice, which is on the flip side on June next year. Now, if you want to take advantage of the long night sky, the Adler Planetarium says Jupiter will be visible near a waxing gibbous moon for the next two evenings. Some other things you should know today. Jurors in the federal corruption trial of former Chicago alderman Ed Burke will be back in court this morning. They're going to continue deliberating on the attempted bribery and extortion charges against him and two co-defendants. 
The jury has so far spent roughly 18 hours over three days deliberating. Burke is accused of using his power at City Hall to steer business to his private law firm. Hundreds of migrants and other people came out for a vigil held for a five-year-old migrant boy who died after becoming ill in a Chicago shelter. Jean Carlos Martinez was a resident at a shelter in Chicago's Pilsen neighborhood when he suffered a medical emergency. He was pronounced dead shortly after arriving at a hospital on Sunday. A social worker who spoke at the vigil last night says Martinez's death was preventable and predictable. She says migrants, quote, deserve to be safe and cared for and living in humane conditions. A Chicago Fire Department spokesperson says six more people living in the shelter have been hospitalized this week. Today's weather, expect cloudy skies with a high in the low 40s. And we're expecting the same temperatures tomorrow with some expected rain in the afternoon and evening. If you like The Rundown, then please rate and review us wherever you listen. It helps other people find the show. I'm Adora Namigade. Thanks for listening.